Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr and uh, Joe DeRosa. Yeah. And <laughs> and you know what? There's been so much rebooting in the entertainment industry, the industry that we're in, Joe. There's been so much rebooting, you know, yeah. with the, uh, what are they, rebooted um, Chips. Chips. Starsky and Hutch. Star yeah. Little House on the Prairie. They didn't reboot that. I thought uh, fucking. Uh, no. 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 They Don't didn't sign off for they, that one? No, but they rebooted um, Spider-Man again. John, I'm about ready to reboot you right out of fucking chair. <laughs> uh, we're, we're doing, uh, we've brought it back. The Uninformed. No reading. No research. Just strong opinions. A show that I started with Joe DeRosa way back when... I was in my 30s, you were, and you were in your 20s. Did I just fucking ruin the recording? Uh, I was in my 20s, you were in your 30s. Are we good? Is it still going? Yeah, I think it's still going, Joe. And uh, you, as you can tell, still no producer. Yeah. Actually, we had the, a producer uh, back then. Oh, Danny boy. Yeah, Dan was our... Back in, when we first started, it was you and me and Danny... Um, I almost said Danny Cohen. He's a comic. Uh, but we were on um, uh, Saturday nights, once a month, right? On the virus, the ONA virus... That's Net right, and we had one called? of the great after parties that no one ever showed up to. That's right. After, wait, wait why did we have that after? Oh, we to try to build a following. Yeah. See, this is before like Instagram, where all you had to do was just show your cooch and uh, dance to that fucking <laughs> Toronto guy song. The is that the one that? where everybody keeps getting out of the car and getting dancing the, while the car moves? Yeah. It's it's this year's ice bucket challenge. It's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. If it's you dangerous. Get, if you get somebody who's like really fucking, I don't, the white guys are the funniest to me. The whole thing about that is if you're not good, but you got the balls to do it. Ah, Jesus, Joe, my phone's talking to me. Talk to the people for a minute, Joe. Well, I mean, the, uh, the what bothers me about that that ch as challenge, as you called it, is people are getting out of the car from the driver's seat and dancing while the car's still moving. And, you know, I'm sure you got a friend in the passenger seat holding the wheel steady, but Jesus Christ, man, you don't think this is kind of a... Joe, I believe what you're trying idea? to say is that it's dangerous. I think it is dangerous. I, th I think it's very dangerous, and, uh, you know... I well, think you know what, Joe? Variety Magazine, if I'm not mistaken, just, just elected you most dangerous man in Hollywood. So I've always, I, I find it very ironic. You know, Bill, back in the old days, I earned myself the name Dangerous Joe. You know, and oh boy, they they were afraid to book me because you I know I went up Danger there. Danger Rosa, Joe, Danger Dan Rosa, Joe, the Danger Rosa. That was a later variation, but they didn't. They were scared of me, Bill, because I went on stage and I told it like it is. You know what I mean? Shot from the hip. You always did, Joe. You know what it is about you, Joe? I swear to God, I don't know what it is. It's like you say the things that I'm thinking, but I'm afraid <laughs> to say. Yeah. Well, you know. I, uh, I I feel like I have my finger on the pulse. Uh, I feel like I have my ear to the street. Uh, and I don't pull any punches, Bill. You don't, Joe. No. That's why people, they gravitate to it. In this, in this day and age of so much fake news, Joe, to, to have a truth teller mm -hmm. like yourself. And I think that this was what this episode is going to be about. For those of you who are, who are new listening to this, we uh, we talk about a subject in a very, you know, I, some people would say uninformed manner. I don't, well, yeah. I don't agree with that. That's the, why the show is called Uninformed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. And then, and then and we also offer statistics. We offer statistics. Yeah. And then afterwards, we bring in an expert. And then they tell you what's really going on. Now, that's not going to happen this episode because this is the reboot. This is the reboot. And it's, you always, you know, we all know in the sitcom world, the first two years, you just keep doing the pilot over and over again, reintroducing the characters. Yeah. All right, Joe? Well, and and this, this is Bosom Buddies. We didn't, we didn't bring experts on initially either. We, we just, it was just you and me. Nia was on the first episode. Oh, we got to bring Nia back. Yeah. And, and we, then, we got to ask her, like, we got to ask her a bunch of questions. I got to, you know what I'll have to do, Joe? Oh, my God. I'll have to get a bigger mixer. My mixer only holds two microphones. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. You, you really cheapskated this whole yeah. operation, didn't you? Neil Brennan couldn't do a special with this mixer. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Neil. It was right there. I had to do it. You know I love it. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, so, wait, 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 so what are you saying is going to be the topic of this episode? Fake news? No, or Joe. truth? Truth tellers like yourself. Oh. I, Joe... I, I got to be honest with you. I sort of, I, I was a little dishonest with you bringing you over here today, Joe. Um, and I hope this doesn't lead to some sort of me too between you and I. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I know you're a modest guy and all of that stuff. So I, I just, you know, 
I, I, if I told you that I was going to come over here to try to see, like, where it is a guy like you gets your courage <laughs> to, to tell dude. the truth the way you do. You were buying into that, dude. You were so I fucking was, nervous. Because, well, here's why, for the listeners at home, because... We're, we're supposed to go out to dinner for Bill's birthday after this. And your birthday. And my birthday. But you're, you're in like gym, you're in like your gym shit. You, you gotta get showered and everything it looks like, right? Uh, yeah. I so when you started saying, when you started saying, I fooled you, I was like, oh wait, are we not going to dinner? Like what's going on? Oh, Joe. How, <laughs> you know, I know you love me, but that, you I mean, if I have, I'm actually coming off the wagon, um, you know, we're also rebooting our livers. I'm coming off the wagon for one day, Joe. And I already called up some alcoholic friends of mine who were on the wagon. And I told them, hey, next Tuesday night I'm hanging out with you guys so you guys can shame me. And I'll go out and I'll watch you guys do the boring shit that you do to stay sober. And it'll just get in my head. Because I found, Joe, that I, I am, a, I, I am a, I'm, I'm a follower in a way. Whoever I'm hanging out with. You know, look, if somebody's getting tattoos and shit and shooting heroin, I'm not going to do that. Right. I have enough, you know, to, it's like, that's too far. Plus, I'm so pasty, Joe. You know, and then I got the freckles. What are you going to fill those Wait, in? so these guys coming with us don't drink? No. No. Oh. No. The guys I'm going out next Tuesday. Tonight, I'm hanging oh. out with my degenerate Oh, okay. Friends. Good, good. I next week, I'm, I'm hanging out with a buddy of mine who's, oh, we got to have on the podcast, who has some great stories about when he went, and if you listen to his stories, I don't have any stories like that. And that's why I think I'm not an alcoholic. Aside from the yeah. fact... That I can, like, you know, leave whenever I want and then not, like, snap at people, like, yell at kids. I said, knock right. it off! You know, I, I don't get like that. Right. Start shaking and shit. Right. I, I also don't have any stories, anything like a fucking alcoholic. Well, I mean, all right, that's good to know that that sober guy's next week. You're, you're, you, you're rebooting your liver tonight. My liver is... Uh, well into the series at this point. Yeah, your, yours <laughs> is. <laughs> it hasn't taken. Your, your liver, Joe, is like, is in mid season form. <laughs> the manager is actually thinking you of sitting you for like ten days just to make sure you don't, you don't peak. Um, no, this is going to be a fucking. It's going to be a great night, and I've been. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a minute. I'm, I'm a little nervous about because you know it's like if I eat McDonald's, I, I I never want McDonald's, but if I eat McDonald's, then it takes me like ten days to stop fucking doing it. And it's like if I go back and I drink booze, it takes me like you know nine ten months to get back on the sober wagon again. It just does. It's just fun. I just Dude, like it. It's enjoyable. I, I hear you. I went. I on. like the sound of the ice hitting the side of the glass. <laughs> I, I I also like knowing not what I'm going to say next, Joe. <laughs> I get to feel what it's like to be you, Joe. Like, Joe, when you live in the truth that you live, Joe. It's, it's a dangerous a, zone. It is. Yeah. I mean, and you've paid the price time and time again. You had that big deal with Nickelodeon. Yeah. Gone. Right? Gone. Gone. Because I wasn't afraid to tell them that these mothers were corrupting these young child actors and that they, they were to be barred from the set. And That's Nickelodeon right. said, uh, you got to go. And even when those kids cried and said, Joe, you destroyed my dream, you still... I said, I'm doing you a favor, kid. Get out of here and go sit on a, on a swing. Joe, I have to ask this for all the listeners. Where does that come from? Bill, that, in, just, that internal strength that you have. You know, I, I, I lead with my heart and not my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think I speak for everyone listening that if everybody did that in the world... I think it would be a better place. Yeah. I, I, I always, my, my motto is if everybody led with their heart, there wouldn't be so many fucking assholes out there. And I say that every day when I wake up, I look at And you have that on a t-shirt? And do you have that dramatic pause be between uh, yeah. fucking assholes? Just parentheses, and pause, and parentheses. Out there. Out there. That's yeah. what I liked about it, because I thought it was over, and then it kept going. And I, you know, I wear a lot of No Fear t-shirts. Can all of that... Remember that brand? Yeah. I, buy, I, used to wear, I used to wear those. I, I go and buy the old used ones just so I can have that slogan on my chest. It's a little redundant, Joe. What I mean, do you mean? The second you hear your act, I mean, you know... Well, I want a guy to know when I'm going into the gas station. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't pull any punches, as I said, you know? I, I, I uh, you know, Bill... Here's the thing. People Joe, how many, how many bar fights have you almost gotten into <laughs> in your life? <laughs> I've been in the middle Thank of Thank you it. for ending that ad lib. I was. I, I've been in at least six almost Joe DeRosa bar fights. And I got to tell you, each time you were John with somebody even bigger. Uh, I think they've fearless, all bro. happened with you. I've never seen a guy talk better.
better shit while backing up. But with this vibe that he was moving forward, that's a story. Where I swear to God, you know when you when you t- when you do meetings out here and you gotta like people would say like you have some funny stories in your back pocket. You know, I've told that story many times. Was that the you. one on the Upper West Side? That fucking lunatic. It, that was when we were with with uh, Aaron. Yeah, Perry. No, yeah, no, Aaron Hirsch. Or Hirsch, excuse me. Yeah, he, yeah. he fucking it was. Yeah, me and him side by side were not as wide as that guy's shoulder. <laughs> And well, we all put on our brave face, and then afterwards, we were just like, you know, I don't think Aaron knew you well enough to be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? I can't remember. I think he did. No, I think that's the first night I ever met him. We, he came to Uninformed with us, and then we went out afterwards. That's what I miss. Wow, this he's, dude, he, he has, yeah, he's, and now you know where he is. He's got this fucking insane barbecue sauce. I saw. I, I follow his Instagram, and his yeah. food looks amazing. Yeah, no, he fucking, he, he's like one of those guys. He got into, like, smoking yeah and and i mean meat here i'm not talking about you know crack or nothing like that yeah, yeah. i'm not trying to disparage the man yeah and uh he just yeah he's he's fucking crushing it so but here's the thing i, I didn't start a, i didn't like go up to a guy and start shit somebody said something to you out of line and i stuck up for you and i probably shouldn't have you know i probably should how did just... you just make yourself the hero that i don't remember that all i remember was all of a sudden you were yelling at somebody a guy said something shitty to you and i and you kind of let me ask like, you this did i respond to it yeah you kind of were just like go fuck yourself and then i got real protective and mad and i started yelling at him i think we're thinking of the wrong guy no it's a couple times we've done this together one time we were in the street and God, the- i sound like i was wrong because i should have known that if i was standing next to a loyal you know, dare I say Pitbull like yourself. I never would have said go fuck yourself with you nearby. They call me the Pitbull of comedy. Did you know that? No, I don't think they do. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's Bobby Slayton. Uh, he said I could use it. <laughs> he said if you're having problems selling tickets, Joe, I'll let you use it. And he's going to regret it the same way Gallagher did when he sold it back to that guy on the road. And one of these days, you and him at the Montreal Comedy Festival are going to go at it. And I'm I picking love- Bobby Slayton, and I think he's going to beat your ass without even having to take off his sport coat. I'm, I'm calling it right now. I love Slayton. Are you friends with him? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's invited me. We should go together. But he's invited me many times up to his home to, like, sit in the hot tub and cook, like, an Italian meal in his kitchen. Uh, How does the hot tub work into this? Is there something about Bobby I need to know? No. No, no, he lives with his girl, too. Oh, okay. He's like, he's like, we cook, and then we drink wine, we sit in a hot tub, it's beautiful, you gotta come up, you know, like, yeah. so. It's, any, any cigars? There's cigars, I'm in. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think hey, this isn't one of these, guy. one of these, like, you know, pedophile rings or anything like that, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, Joe, when you, go in, when you go in the Hollywood Hills and there's a hot tub, I mean, you don't know what's gonna happen. Don't, don't soil the man's name like that, he's a good man. All right, should I edit that part out, because nobody has a sense of humor about anything anymore? <laughs> I don't think Bobby would give a fuck. He wouldn't. Bobby, Bobby is, uh, he's the king of off-color jokes. He Bobby care. is everything that I've pretend, been pretending that you are in the first yeah. fucking 13 minutes of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, Joe, get the listeners caught up. You're all over Instagram, and you're doing uh, I Love Your Fitness videos. Thank you very much. And I got to say, dude, you, you're looking great. <laughs> I don't know why you keep Joe. You've, you, I, I, last night was Joe's official birthday, and... and uh, I met you at a bar and I wasn't drinking, right? Yeah, I was, Bill. You were, you were. <laughs> yeah. I got you that sh- that fucking little. You looked at it like it was a shot. It was Johnny Walker Blue. Neat, Joe. It neat. Was it was not a shot, after Joe. After that, for me, dude, that was the one that put me over the over the edge because <laughs> it was so much whiskey in that glass with no ice. That lady was and, so cool. She said to yeah. me, "She goes, uh, I go, can I get? I looked, you know, and they just had like, I mean, it was just feature acts all behind that bar. I'm like, oh my god, I haven't seen that shit since sophomore year of college. It was just terrible booze. Yeah. But then I said, I, but then there was one lone bottle of Johnny Walker Blue, not even opened up there. It's your 40th birthday, Joe. I mean, I got to throw down. That's, Am I not supposed to say that, Joe? That's my Are 41st. You, oh, 41st. Last sorry. year was my 40th. Oh, but Joe, I'm still blacked out from that one. I don't even remember it. <laughs> yeah, that was you. Last you, one I remember was your 39th. You, you pulled out all the stops on the 40th, man. Joe, if I don't, rem- if I remember correctly, we ended up in some sort of a tree fort outside of a Knights of Columbus. We were at a yeah. We were at some sort of um, military hang VFW place. Something. Yes. 
And uh, we and, started somewhere. They were career waiters. That's the last thing I remember. And I love it. I love a joint that has a career waiter. We started at the we started at the fabulous Musso and Frank Steakhouse. Musso and Frank's with career waiters, so they know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, every waiter's like seventy three. You know, it comes oh, yeah. up. They, Maitre you know, D's like eighty five. Yeah. Oh, very good. Hey, kid. Sir. I said, pick that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're thrilled to have you here tonight. Uh, it's a great spot, man. It's an old school steak joint, and uh, we started there, and we were drinking wine at dinner, and it was you, me. Nia and our and yeah, we can't name any more names here. Right, Joanne. Oh yeah, our friend Joanne. Joanna Bababunga. What did yeah. Dangerfield Joanne say? Joanne Bababuts. You know my doctor, Vinnie Bumbats. <laughs> Joanna Vinnie Bumbats. Um, but we were at uh, we were at dinner. But we, we started drinking wine, and then you did this really great thing. You took me to this awesome old school VFW thing. Uh, and I love that shit. I love old man bars and shit. I love places like that. I and know. You had a cake waiting, and then you had a bottle of, I don't even know what the fuck it was. The bottle looked more expensive. Why do you think that is, Joe? Than is, anything is it, I've ever, a- the, just the glass itself was looked like it cost more than any bottle. Oh, of no, that, I, that was the McCallum rare cast that literally, it looks like the, like, it, you, it looks like the bottom of the Super Bowl, the stand, the Super Bowl yeah. trophy. Somebody gave me a bottle last night of McCallum. Yeah. Oh, dude, like, the rare cask, the rare. But all those, all those super expensive ones. They come like the, the bottle is as thick as a fish tank. So you think you're getting all this booze, and you're just not. You like so much of it is the bottle. You're getting, you're getting the same. I, I like that's a nice story to tell yourself. Like I didn't just clear a fifth. <laughs> no, it's nowhere near that. Come on. No, 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 no. Dude, we were drinking glasses out of that, me and you. Then we took it outside. Yeah, but it was just the two of us. And we were passing it around. Oh, wait, no, no. Yeah, you're right. That, that bottle's good. The Johnny Walker Blue is a very thick bottle. That's the one you pour like two shots. Oh, I wasn't getting it. To the, so that lady said. But wait, we didn't drink blue that night, though. No. What are you talking about? Joe, my brain's all over the place. I'm talking about top <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm basically bitching about Johnny Walker Blue. Okay. I love it, but the fucking bottle, I swear to God, after you're done with it, you could drop a goldfish in there with some water. <laughs> <laughs> you could put a baby Mako in there is all I'm saying. <laughs> a little less glass, a little more blues, if you don't mind. <laughs> Why don't they, they should do something with whiskey, like the Johnny worm and Walker the tequila. Johnny Walker Blue Balls. Yeah. I'll keep going, Joe. All right. Go ahead. No, no. I'm Wait, why do you I, think I, what is, though? You go, why, Joe, why do you think that is? What were you going to ask me? I don't know, Joe. I just like it throwing sounded that very out. aggravated. Joe, you know what it is? I find your mind intriguing, so I just like to throw out open-ended questions just to see where you're going to take the conversation. It's well, exciting. Well, give, give me anything. It's like yeah. driving down a twisty road in a sports car. And just give me anything. Not knowing where the next tree is going to come hey, jumping you know. out. The, uh, I'll, I'll shoot you straight, Bill. Talk to me here. <laughs> come on. Give me something. You've been dancing around a little too long. I'll, I'll shoot you straight. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> What I forget how we get into the topic, Joe. I have no idea how this show went. I'm, last time we did it, I used to do a Jay Leno impression, and you would do a uh, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Oh, we would do that. Was a great bit. We used to do monologues in the future. Yeah, because it was during an election, and it was if 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 Obama wins, these are the jokes, and if. Who the fuck did Obama running? Oh, McCain. Yeah, John McCain. Wins, these will be the jokes. And, uh, yeah. and we had to do, you did Leno, and I, I just did remember, Ferguson. Yeah, every, every, your, they were both every, on TV back then. Every Ferguson uh, impression, every line always started off with, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would always be like, hey, yeah, this is, uh, you're just in the news. It was weird. I, I like started to do his radio show a lot, and I got to know him and stuff, and it was it was weird. Like, I never mentioned that to him. I, I forgot all about it. I was never like, hey, dude, you know, I used to do this real shitty impression. And I did, I did Jay Leno's uh, car show, Jay, uh, uh, Jay Leno's Garage. Yeah. Dude, the cars that guy has is crazy. Uh, yeah. I know. You, you're, you're, you are, you're very low key a car guy. I like cars very much. I don't know a lot, but I really appreciate the hey, nice gotcha. vehicle. But I watch that show with my it's dad. It's like booze, Joe. We don't know how it's made, but we appreciate the people that do Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like that hot chick who makes it for Jim Beam or whatever that commercial is. You ever seen that? She's mm-hmm. kicking the barrels around, being all sassy. It's like, wow, I never would have thought that that was what was making the booze. Was kicking the barrels. You never seen that? It's just like it's totally, you know, sex sells. They're this ridiculously hot chick who, like, she's so hot. It's like there's no way. It's like, why would you? You're that hot. You don't have to work there. <laughs> What's in the barrel, men will buy you for free <laughs> until you're at least fucking 51. 
why are you going to be in here? And I would, so I assumed that she had some sort of stake in the in the country in the, in the company. I would assume that, Joe. Well, do you, is she presented as a Jim Beam maker, or is she just yeah, a like lady she's being in, like, nah, let she, me tell you what it is around. I think here. it's because of all that feminist stuff that they were like, well, look, we can't have guys in every one of these things. We got to have a woman. Uh, but we can't have a woman who's strong enough to lift one of these barrels, right? They couldn't have like one of those like Eastern European like sixty-year-old women. Yeah, because they're still they're still ageist and sexist. Yeah, they're, they're gonna get it. They're gonna get some sort of vagina in there, but they're still gonna have to be like hot. But then yeah, how, you, how you make it empowering is, is at some point they yell at a guy. <laughs> I love it. It's I love when I love when. A woman in power just acts like a dude in power. He does the same shit. She's that's like, that's all. It's the yeah. laziest writing. They Not goes, pretty enough. Get somebody hotter in here. It's like it's like you're doing the same shit an asshole guy would do. Yeah. No. It's it's, what's funny is thing. no. It's is well they don't well they just basically I, I was joking. My joke was that they fucking they just took old Steven Seagal line, or, or Chuck Norris lines. It's like uh, so much of it was like, they, well, they were just like, they're not literally their lines, but it was just, I just all of a sudden started these, started seeing these movies where these women were like manhandling these guys that weighed, you know, look, it's one thing if you have like, like martial arts skills and like, you know, like any of these chicks in the fucking UFC, like, I, I don't even know, I, I don't know how long it would take me to learn how to talk again if I ever got in the ring no, with I gotta, any of them. Can I tell you something? You have I just a realized we're talking about two different fucking things right now. What are we talking about? You, you, you dizzy motherfucker, you. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? You're talking about strong female characters? No, I was talking about women executives at networks. They'll like only hire hot women. And be like, I'm making a difference. And it's like, no, you're only hiring hot women. That's what a dude in that job would be doing. Too. Are they doing that though? Yeah, yeah. It's like oh. it's like hire hire some regular looking people. No, don't. <laughs> you know, I I disagree with that because this is what all regular people don't understand. They they because they're not investing money into the project. Right. Joe, I understand why whenever there's a movie that I am, I'm in, your f index finger is going to go numb scrolling down to try to see where the fuck I am in the sure. call sheet. It's because I look like this, Joe. You're not going to put a million dollars on this fucking horse, $20 million, th actually expecting to get your fucking money back. But I'm not saying that. I'm saying in any role. Joe, we both have independent film good looks. No, that's <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> and even then, I think we're at least seven on the call uh, sheet. And even then, you're pushing it. Hey, right? I'll tell you. Yeah. Maybe no, a I'm saying in any role. I'm saying like the bartender and like the background, anybody. It's like all they'll do is hire like gorgeous women. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with guys with abs getting acting work. I have no problem with gorgeous women getting these fucking roles. Okay? It's a movie. It's a fantasy, Joe. I want to go there. These people... They should be seen in seventy like million. The damn Jim Beam commercial. And it looks goofy. It doesn't make any sense. That's no, because saying. I've been out in the world and I know that that chick is not going to take that job unless it's her dad's company. And even then, saying, she's going to have a better job. Like, let a sixty-year-old lady have that fucking gig. She can't work. She can't work. Well, Joe, they're trying to sell the fucking booze. <laughs> Like only a 10 can. These fucking fives and sixes and fours walking around mad that they Male not... and female. Let's be male and female. Before. Why, are guys complaining about it? No, I'm, I'm... What, like walking around complaining about what? Are guys... Oh, I, are, I are there men out there? I mean, I would, I I'm saying the, the, the fives and sixes that are male and female that act like they should... I don't understand why when a five gets mad that they're not being treated like a 10, you can't just look at them. It's because you're a five. <laughs> Uh, now, I got to ask you this. Do you think that that is a, a, uh, 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 I guess, a symptom, Joe? I'm going to use that word. Okay. Of, of helicopter parenting and everybody wins, everybody gets a ribbon. Or, Joe, is it a reaction <laughs> to a, a good-looking, dominated, patriarchal, whatever the fuck, toxic male... Come on, Joe. Give me some more fucking catchwords out there. I understand what you're saying. Gender neutral. Yes. Transphobic. No, it's the it's I global believe, warming culture. <laughs> I believe it's the prior. I think it's I think it's uh, the prior. I just listed like 15 fucking things. Oh, but that first, was all the same point. Yeah. Though. The first thing it, it's yeah it's helicopter parenting. It's it's everybody it dude it's George Carlin fucking called it on his last special like. You know, ten he, fucking years he ago. He called a lot of things on like yeah. his last, his la like from the early nineties yeah. on. But his last special, he like talked about how like kids in school now like they don't get grades anymore. 
And like, and he goes, and then, well, it's, it's certain fucking schools, you know, certain, yeah. But he's like, basically everybody wins the race. There's no winning team. Everybody gets a ribbon at the fucking sports, all that shit. And he's like, and what happens is you're going to have kids that go out in the real world and nobody calls not know them, the alphabet. Nobody calls him a loser until oh. he's getting fired and his boss is going, get your fucking shit and get out of here. You're a fucking loser. And he's like, and then they cry on Instagram and then the yeah. boss loses his job. That's how it works now. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I, I, yeah. something, I mean, we're in the bubble right now, but I'm going to say we're kind of painting with a broad brush here. I'm not sure. We're play- no pun intended, Joe. What's wrong? Is that bad or good to do that? Well, you get the job done a lot quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Next subject. Yeah. What are you painting a bond? Uh, the, uh, well, uh, yeah. I mean, but that's, that's look, Bill, as you say. Joe, did your shoes come with like taps that you took out of the bottom of it? <laughs> I knew I was going to get trash for these shoes. I didn't trash them last night. I like them. They're nice wings. What's tips. funny is, Joe, like, you went half hard last night because you're only wearing half the clothes I saw you wearing last night. From the waist down, those pants, probably the socks. No, no, no. I'm wearing the same pants and the same shoes. Okay. I had to be taken home last night. Oh, okay. Anne and Joanne were nice enough to escort me back to my apartment. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> and I go. What are, you, are you out of your mind in this day and age? And I go. Not one woman. Two women. You're completely inebriated. Uh, they were very good friends to me last night. They got me home. And they're I, also past a certain age. So there's a state. What, what, like two what, of my best friends. What age number is like a cool chick? They just grizzled vet. They're like the, the old the Sarge in the old war movies. Bill, I refuse to answer that question in this current climate. You do? <laughs> <laughs> Any woman I've met over 36 kind of sees the world the way I do. I think it's people. I think it's, it's people dark, over 30 period. Sad place. I always say to like courts. when guys are like dating, like I know guys that date like a twenty-two-year-old, and then they want to rip their hair out, and they go, "It's I, I'm just so fucking annoyed because you did this shit." I go, "Dude, would you hang out with a twenty-two-year-old dude? You'd get annoyed at all the same shit, and then you're going to bring fucking into that, and of course you're annoyed. You, she's twenty-two. She, that, that's how you are when you're twenty-two. Joe, everybody knows that. I don't feel. I don't know why you felt the need to tell everyone. That. I felt like. <laughs> What a cunt. Everybody knows if you're in your 30s and you date a 22-year-old. Yeah, there's going to be a bit of an age gap. There, oh, boy, boy. Well, Joe, well, well you, you know, know what, Joe? This is a record. I actually went fucking uh, 20, almost 27 minutes without starting anything with you. The, uh, I'm just happy to see you, Joe. <laughs> no, but, but so Aunt, my friends Anna and Joanne got me home. Same Joanne from last year's party. Oh, yeah. And uh, Boom, bots. I couldn't remember, and I texted them this morning. I was like, how did I get home? And they're like, we got you home. You uh, were sleep standing. It was time to go. And I apparently Irish goodbye like half the fucking party. Cause oh, all that's these great. People were texting me today like Eddie Ift is texting me. He's like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> Eddie Ift was there last night? Eddie showed up, man. Ah, man, I missed it. the clutch, dude. Like at, I like, missed it. He walked in at like 1130. He, he, I, he was there for 10 minutes before I split. Drove like an hour. <laughs> wow. Uh, but he had a good time. Everybody had fun, you know. He sent me a great video of ah shit. I can't say. I don't. I can't blow up the guy. People spot. drawing shit on your face. No, it's a video of. It's a cool video. I'll show you later. But I don't. I don't like talk. It, it, it's going to give away maybe where he lives or what. I don't want to do that. So okay, yeah, Joe, you're you're a private person. You understand? Well, you know, I get it. You know, I get it, Bill. I can't tell you the last time I walked out the front door without a camera bulb flashing in my face. It does that tiresome. does that wear on you? It does. It, does. it gets tiresome. And How you, do you navigate LAX with all that paparazzi, Joe? Bill, you want to grab the camera <laughs> and throw it across the room, but you can't. This is the life I chose. What am I going to do? You know? I think that's very mature. Those days, you used to be able to do that. I remember there was seeing a Johnny Depp interview where he was talking about, they were, you know, the point of the interview was paparazzi sucks. And they were interviewing him, and he, go, he told, told a story of... That he was out with his newborn and his wife, and they kept taking fucking pictures. Uh-huh. And it was like his first kid that he ever had. And uh, I think it's the only kid, right? But um, anyway, and he was, he was like fucking furious, and he said he walked outside with a stick, like a fucking broomstick. And he was like, the next person that takes a picture is getting this stick. And, uh, and they stopped. But I'm like, you, that, you could do that like in 92 you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. You can't do that now, man. They, you, can't, you can't threaten somebody with a stick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days. <laughs> the good old the days. The good old days. Anyway, Bill. What other old paparazzi stories do you have, Joe? <laughs>
I got a, I got the one with. The, I thought that that was gonna go where he beat the fuck out of somebody. Well, maybe he didn't. didn't you know say what that meant? You know what that reminds me of is is when my wife, my wife, when she watches the Real Housewives, it's like. When they're finally going to fight and beat the shit out of each other, the only thing that I want to see, there's always some asshole that comes in and breaks it up. And it's just like, if they want to get more male viewers, I guess they got all the women, so they don't fucking need But I mean, just, yeah, can, but can you just let them go once? One time, can you let them fucking fight? But the, here's the thing. I used, to have a, I used to have a bit about reality TV shows where you, they get you all worked up for that. You know, it'll be like chefs cooking, and one of them's like, I'll fucking rape you. Yeah, I'll fucking turn this screaming. table over. Yeah. And, all and of I'm like, the- yeah, they, they cut the break. I go, you get, they're not, nobody rapes anybody. It's, it's, it would have been in the fucking papers. If those real housewives actually got into a fist fight, that would have been in the papers already. You know what I mean? It would have been publicized that the, that the real housewives were shooting. All the more reason to fucking. You know what I'm do saying? It, Joe. They just Joe. Why don't we? Bullshit. Why don't we? Why don't we start a reality show called "The Real Fights of the Real Housewives" at the Real House? And we we have a and the Real House is the arena is the octagon. You know what I mean? Like we call like the cage that they fight in. We how about we get an eight sided house just to try to get some runoff from but the other? The whole show. point is is that they fight. We bring them into fight. Yeah. They would do that. Those fucking money grubbing. Fame whores, they would all do it. They would all fucking do it. The guys would fucking do it too. No, what I would like to what I, what, what I <laughs> <laughs> It truly sickens me. Oh, that might be the favorite my favorite thing I've heard in a while. That show is a pig parade. <laughs> um I actually uh I I actually think it would be funny if you didn't tell them that was gonna happen. So then when they postured like I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you and there was nobody there to jump in and break it up then they would either have to fight or fucking look ridiculous like we did, Joe. All those times we walked out of the bar after you started it with some fucking future UFC fucking champion, <laughs> male speaking, or female. Speaking, speaking of, I never tried to fight a female. You retract that. I want it stricken from the record. Joe. I resent it. We live in an age where you don't need evidence anymore. If I say it happened, <laughs> it happened. But I said it on a podcast, so it doesn't matter. But I'll tell you right now, if I, if I tweeted that, Joe, your career would be in jeopardy right now. Hey, Bill. Hey, I hate to tell you, even with you not tweeted, my career is in jeopardy. Oh, Joe, you know what I mean? On. Oh, come on, Joe. The, uh, no, I'm kidding. You're getting uh, drunk like Carson back in the day when he lived in New York. <laughs> he used to get into fist fights. He used to get into bar fights when he was shit-faced while he had the fucking Tonight Show. Old ass, like, gray hair Johnny Carson. Yeah. He it's was a mean drunk. Hilarious. Dude, I heard Lee Marvin used to beat up cops. <laughs> They'd come in and tell him to get his act together. He'd beat him. Get the fuck out of here. And he'd kick him in the ass. And it was just... I mean, I don't know if this is like, you know, a, something that you'd want to go back to. But it's just like, uh, yeah, you can't... Uh, Joe, it's just crazy, Joe. Like, now that you have a Carson-level fame and the fact that you can't even get away with oh, anything... No, I've, I've surpassed Carson. Come on. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, I would agree, Joe. Because uh, I mean, if you hadn't, I don't think Eddie If would have been so upset that he didn't get. He only got to see you for ten minutes. Joe. I said, Eddie, you were lucky to be there. Now I gotta go, and I left, and that was it. Joe, what's it like with everybody wanting a piece of your time? It's hard, Bill. You know, a guy's got to wear six, seven, eight different hats every day. <laughs> everybody wants the answers and the direction, and you can't give it to everybody. But you, you. But I'll tell you something. When I give you my five minutes, you better. I put that face on like I'm giving you everything I got, dude. I can tell how many Jerry Lewis fucking <laughs> videos you've watched. That I was mean, from it, Jerry Lewis. Is, the, I, I was gonna say that just sounded like I was. <laughs> My favorite, I mean, it, it, there's so many great ones. We've talked about it, but the, the, to me, the all-time great is the Dick Cavett hour-long sit-down where he goes, why do you choose to write, this is from the 70s, mind you, the early 70s in Hollywood, the, the greatest era of directors in Hollywood, Spielberg, Lucas, Scorsese, De Palma, Coppola, they're falling out of the fucking trees at this point. And uh, he goes, why do you wear... Why do, you wear, why do you choose to direct, write, edit, and star in your films? And he goes, it's not that you want to, because with every job comes another hat, and that's an additional eight-hour day, but it's that you can't find one that is as good or better. <laughs> oh, my God. Unfucking real Then he bitches about how nobody takes him seriously, and then they go to break, and it comes back from uh, break, and he's got a... <laughs> 
an entire glass shoved in his mouth. And he's going like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, the man was brilliant. I, I've told you a bunch of times, he spoke at my college graduation. What did he say? Jerry Lewis. Oh, dude. The, at, the, at the parent-student breakfast, he was crazy Jerry. And walking into the arena, he was crazy, Jerry. I just remember, like, all the, all the, you know, the heads of the schools, the deans walking down in their gowns with their hats with the little fucking tassel. And he had his on. And right as they were going to go walk down, he had his hands on the shoulder in front of the guy and walking behind him like he was in, like, a conga line. But he had his hands on his shoulder. And he was just going, Wah! <laughs> with this dumb look on his face. Big, stupid walk. And I just remember my dad crying, laughing. We both died because we love him. And my mother always thought he was, like, not funny and ridiculous, <laughs> which just made it funnier, you know? Which, you know, the other time, like, one of the best things ever, when a Jerry Lewis movie came on... Jerry, you got plenty of time. All right. When a Jerry Lewis movie came on, me and my dad would watch it, and, and half of the comedy would be my mother sitting there going, I can't stand him, he's so ridiculous, and then we just made it funnier. And I remember years later, when Step Brothers came out, and me, my wife, my father-in-law thought it was the funniest fucking movie it's ever. So and my mother-in-law was just sitting there going, I mean, I just don't think this is funny. And she, every time we would laugh, she would look over at us like, what the fuck was wrong with, with you guys? Which made it even funnier. That's so funny. I uh, love that movie. I um, love that yeah. movie. The, uh, Do you know what it was like at that point when all of a sudden he said, I'm going to put my balls on your drum kit? We his balls on his drum kit and your mother's <laughs> sitting there. And she didn't like any of the jokes up to that point. And then that moment <laughs> happened. It was like... I almost fucking. I think I almost fainted. I was laughing so hard. I, I don't even. I, I, I have to watch that movie again because I was staring at my mother in law from like. And the second they would do a bit, I would just be looking at the look on her face. The, uh, um, the my favorite joke in that movie is when he hurts his arm and he's he's doing this. He's like doing the the you know that circular yeah, stretch yeah, yeah. thing when you do the, when you hurt your arm. And uh, John C. Reilly goes, uh. Is is it going to be permanently damaged? And he he's, and Will Ferrell spit his arm and he goes, "It's too soon to tell." <laughs> <laughs> that part, of the part where he's like, "Man, last year I did so much fucking. <laughs> I had to put my balls on in the freezer or whatever the fuck." <laughs> he's just bragging about when she gets laid. <laughs> I have to watch it again. I, I've only, I can be honest with you, Joe. I've only seen the movie once. It's hilarious, man. And I watched it with with those people and my mother in law. That's that's he's got he's got four, actually five if you count the uh, alter, alternate version of Anchorman two, the like different version that they only released on DVD. Jesus, show you you really go deep into Amoeba, dude, don't you? It's so much fucking funnier than the one they released in the theater. It's amazing. It's as funny as the first one, but Anchorman, Ricky Bobby. Can, can I get a copy of this? Uh, this sec- I don't. Ha- I don't have a copy of it, but I've, I've just seen it, and it's fucking great. You can buy it. Oh, I can buy it. All if right. I had it, because I, I just found it. out Guns N' Roses did a 30th anniversary of of the Appetite album. I didn't. I was like, "What the fuck was I?" I didn't know that happened. It's probably uh, yeah. all sold out now. Um, I don't think so. It's really expensive, dude. It was probably Joe. I'm a really big fan. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't it's care probably what it not costs. sold out. I'm saying, oh. like, I don't think it's a thing that... I bought the ACDC one that had, was, was like an, it was like an actual amp. Oh, Jesus Christ. You ever see that one? Yeah. You should buy the... Here's the thing, though, dude. I, I have that. You know what's funny is someday I'm going to die, and then I'll, like, you know, my daughter's going to have to... I'm going to have, like, the Benny... Basically, the Benny Goodman box set. Like, what the fuck is she going to... Who's she going to sell that to? This is the Glenn Miller. The, the box was actually a trombone. <laughs> The uh, I got the digital version of the GNR thing, and it's good, but it's most it's just alternate. Ver- it's a lot of alternate versions of the song. Yeah, but is it Steven Adler playing? Yeah, and Izzy and all thing. them. Yeah, it's still it's, it's all those, things. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, so I, if you're I, a guy that likes demos and shit, then you'll like it. But I, you know. I love it. Um, but there's it also has patience. You know, Joe, I love how I supported your alternate fucking uh, Anchorman too, and then the second I bring up something I like, I mean, this is why, Joe, oh. I always feel. I think like someone, you know, I I I I I've, I feel like I more than uh, genuflected to your ego for the first forty minutes. Okay, I let you get it out. I let you be Jerry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you're literally looking at your watch because I'm. I want to know when you're going to wrap this up, Bill. Because <laughs> <laughs> I imagine a lot of the listeners are too. No, no. I just I 
just meant what you were saying. I was just kidding. Oh. That's such an insulting thing. That's the great insult when somebody's talking to you and you just fucking... Oh, it's, a, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's funny. You just did that and I immediately thought of Rich Voss standing out in front of the old Boston. Way back in the day, Joe. Uh, Way back in the day. Didn't we write a song like that? Remember that? Way back in the day when I saw you on the street, you said, hey... Joe, I was waiting for you to fucking join in. And I, Who sang this? I, I was saying we song? wrote. No, it's oh, not a real song, right. I'm Joe. I'm sorry. I thought it was, Nothing, was it's, a, re- it's a podcast. Nothing's real. I was trying to think what it was. That's all. I was trying to think what it was. Do you remember our old, uh, our, the old Westway Diner song? Nope. You remember? You don't remember? <laughs> There's a lot that's gone, man. But I remember we the had The Westway isn't the best way. Hey. But if you want okay... Hey. That's what their food is. <laughs> the West Way. Put on a vest, hey, and get a Sunday after your lasagna. Then it was the West Way. The West Way. It isn't our, our fault. fault. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Because anytime you would bitch, the guy would be looking at you like, you know, you were the one who undercooked the fries. You know what kept me going to that place? Uh, Hangovers? Well, yeah, but I, when I was still living in that apartment, I went down there and uh, on a Sunday to get breakfast by myself, and I saw David Hyde Pierce in there eating breakfast by himself, and, uh, and I was a big Frasier fan, and I was like, well, if, if, it's, if he's eating here, it's got to be half decent. Like, I just got that in my fucking head and kept giving it another shot. Well, I mean, shot, when you're sitting time. in a diner with a man that is making residual money, Right? Who has enough money to actually buy the fucking diner? You got to think the eggs are going to be pretty good. <clears throat> they had a good meatloaf platter and they had a good fried chicken platter. All right, Joe. I'm going to give. I'm going to. I'm actually going to do something informed on uninformed here. I'm going to give people a little advice. Yeah, when you, yeah. I'm going to. Well, why you, don't you fucking give it? <laughs> go ahead, boys and girls. When you go to a hotel. Okay, and you get all excited. They go, hey, we got a breakfast in the morning, yada, 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 and you're going down there. Okay? Uh-huh. You know what the deal is. You're going to go down, and they're, they're going to try to sell you on the buffet. Yeah. All right? And you're going to go there. We got eggs. We got bacon. Fall for it every time. We got sausage. We got pancakes. And all, all of that shit was fucking made hours ago. Yeah. There's always a, a big fucking just... Shit pot of oatmeal. There's a, and then and there's those rubber fucking scrambled eggs. What you do yeah. is you go down there, Joe. What you do is if they have a guy making eggs, you go there. You got to order your eggs differently. All right? You got to order like a fucking omelet. And fuck their bacon. Fuck the sausage. Fuck all that. I, would, I actually order off the menu and the fucking the waitress will get mad. I and she goes, the, you sure you don't want the buffet? And I just go, yeah, no, I've eaten at enough buffets. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm a sucker for it. It's a trash can size of fucking scrambled eggs, and people are just scooping them out, trying to get down to the warm ones to think that not, that they're not going to be raw. I don't know how they make them that rubber, Joe. I got a good buffet story for you. You could take those eggs, Joe, put them on your dick, and fuck a <laughs> fucking prostitute, and you would not even get HPV. <laughs> Joe, I'm telling you, those eggs are rubbery, okay? Uh, <laughs> I got a good buffet story for you. So, uh, I hope it was our, better than my advice. Our dear friend. No, actually, I'm going to take that to heart and try it. Sometime. Yeah, well, you order, get eggs over easy. Ask for poached eggs. Um, but keep a smile on your face or they'll come back a little runny and it ain't going to be part of the egg. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Robinson, speaking of uninformed individuals. Uh, speaking of, of one of the biggest fucking bastards I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Keith Robinson. He's he was in town, right? It was a, t- a year or two ago. He's in town. Oh yeah, where was Amy Schumer working? Hey, hey, nothing. <laughs> I get nothing on that. I laughed. I oh, said, Jesus. hey. Oh, well, you said hey like it was a bad one. No, no, I was like, I was. Joe, like, God bless both of them. I was in this sensitive time. <laughs> so remember back in the day, you could just break comics ball. I guess it's different if they're not here, right? I don't know about the shit all over Keith. Uh, okay, I love shitting on Keith. I like it better when he's here, though. But yeah, but he goes, uh, he calls me and he goes, hey, stupid, we're going to get uh, breakfast tomorrow at the Four Seasons. It's a buffet. It's unbelievable. It's the best goddamn breakfast you got. Oh, my God. So, I've been to it. So, dude, he, he tells me to go, right? I'm driving a friend of ours with me, right? 
He doesn't fucking tell me that there's two Four Seasons, first of all. So we go downtown. We're at the wrong fucking two, hotel. Two Four Six Seasons show. Yeah. Then we turn. We got to turn around from downtown and drive a fucking hour into Beverly Hills <laughs> to go to this thing. We get there. It is the most lukewarm, whatever, who gives a shit fucking buffet. The only thing they have is they have everything. They have everything. But it's all, it's all, it's not it's, their fault. <laughs> no, it sucks. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're bitching at him the entire time. We're like, Keith, you fucking asshole. 90 minutes in the fucking car for this. And it's a scene. The bill comes. This, this fucking asshole doesn't even pick up the fucking check after he fucking makes me go out there. $125 a piece, a piece yep. for literally like a Chinese to... quality breakfast. <laughs> I was so fucking mad at him. Because they're trying to keep they're trying to keep guys like you out of there. You and Keith, they don't want your kind of riffraff out there. <laughs> Joe, that fucking that buffet, I I've been to it once. I saw a bunch of cool people there, a bunch of beautiful women, but that food, it sucks. Yeah. It's bad. They got everything from fucking sushi, a turducken. They have everything there. Yeah. And all of it tastes okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, it was $125. Oh, man, I was hot. I was hot then. Oh, and guess what, Joe? Because I'm married. I know goddamn well I'm going to fucking end up there again. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay to park. Ugh. I can't see. And I'm not saying that they're bad cooks there. It's just no. when you're trying to cook for that many people at the same... When you try to anticipate what somebody wants and you're not going to make a decision that I'm making this shit, then, then you, you just... You just got to start making vats of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're dumping fucking whole bricks of scrapple onto the grill. Big trays of lasagna. <laughs> big chunks of fucking beef. You got to kill every fucking fish and wrap it in that's, rice. That's why they have a turducken. It's faster. They shove the fucking chicken inside the turkey. <laughs> Just as a kind of curiosity, why is there all that yelling in those kitchens? We got to get a chef on here. Oh, my God. Do you ever watch Gordon Ramsay? I lived in a... I lived. I worked at a... I've worked at a couple of fucking restaurants, and there was a lot of partying going on. Oh, uh, Joe. Yeah. yeah Did I you know. work at restaurants? Oh, there was, yeah, I worked was at a anything kitchen. better? Anything better. Late Saturday night and everybody was going out. Oh, it was dude. always the one guy with the fucking apartment. Everybody ended up, oh, you, the, the bar you went to. It was, the forecast called for snow in that kitchen over there. Oh, That's yes. my drift. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. God, yes. Stand, yeah, everybody's yeah. going out just getting bombed. Dude, I remember the first time I saw Hash, they had it like, I don't even know how they did it. They had like a cube of it, and they had it underneath, they had it underneath this glass, like smoldering. And these guys were coming by, and they would lift the glass, and they'd take a hit, and uh, and then they would walk out. I thought, they, and I was stone sober watching all of this. It was we had a guy on work release? He come in, he come in from jail, and he would work there, and then he, during the lunch shift, and then he would go back to jail. I remember one point because the restaurant was going out of business. I know I've told this story before. He fucking. I was like uh, waiting tables or busting tables. I when I came back, I said, hey, we need some more glasses. And he goes, well, why don't you wash some? Ah, a novel idea. <laughs> That's what he said. Like he no, was a jail guy said that. Yeah. Like he was smart. <laughs> and the only thing that stopped me from giving because I'm like, this guy's in jail. He must have like a shank or something. So. <laughs> He wasn't even a big guy, dude. I wish I could go back in it. I wish I could go back. If I never was one of those ones, dude, if I could go back in time. I've worked in so many kitchens. I've never seen so many. Hey, jailbird. I've never seen so many. Why don't you get over and fucking wash some? I've never. Working kitchen, I've never seen so many fat men do so much cocaine. It's like, dude, this doesn't make any fucking sense. I know I've told you this story. I got a classic one. Our manager, right? The manager where I worked, uh, I was a busboy, so I used to have to mop up around the oyster bar, and they had like the black and white tiles like the old improvs used to have, right? So I'm mopping yeah. that up, and it would always be a fucking mess. Yeah. And then I, I would have to mop up and clean the men's room and the women's room. And the women's room always looked like, you know, like the Yankees just won the World Series. It was just like toilet paper and ticker tape all over the, whatever, it was just, it was a fucking mess in there. Guys, it was just, they pissed all over the place. So I go in there to clean the bathroom, and my manager is in there. He's got the water on full blast. And he's brushing his teeth while puking. <laughs> I swear to God, he's brushing his teeth going. And then he go like, Wah! and he had the water keep going. And then he just kept brushing his teeth. And I was sitting there. I didn't know what to do. And he was like, Wah! and he just kept brushing his fucking teeth. And then he just saw, and then he played it off going like, 
oh, it's, you know, he goes, brushing the teeth, sometimes it makes me gag. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, don't fucking jam the toothbrush down your throat, you fucking whore. And it wasn't until I was only 19. Right. So it wasn't until years later that I was like, oh, he was fucking hung over. He just was fucking puking up alcohol. <laughs> And he was probably standing there puking, and then I came in, and then he was just trying to act like he was brushing his teeth. Like, I wasn't going to notice that he was fucking puking, but uh, I was st- standing there. Puke all over the brush. Jesus Dude, that guy, was, that guy was so funny. I remember he, so funny. Believe it or not, he ends up getting fired, right? He you gets, don't say. Yeah, he gets fired, and then he gets a job managing another restaurant, as they all do. Yeah. You walked oh, out dude. onto the floor and an eight ball fell out of your pocket. You're fired. Dude. And then, like, dude. they wouldn't even go across town. They'd be across the fucking, like, the, the, the strip mall. So this guy ends up getting another job, making way more money. And I swear to God, he showed up, like, a week later yeah. with his new job. He had bought a brand-new car, and he came over to Peacock. Like, we gave a fuck, and he pulled up with some white Subaru sports car. Or I can't even remember what the fuck he had. And he just, and he just was sitting there at the fucking bar yeah. with this cat ate the canary smile on his face. I said, hey, man, how you doing? I said, hey, is that your car out there? He's like, yeah, want to drive it? And he slid the keys across the bar. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I swear to God, it was like I was in Roadhouse. The, uh, dude, restaurant workers are like dirty cops. They just get shuffled off to, oh, yeah. dirty to another priest. fucking precinct. Oh, yeah. They, no. they're, they're, once you're in, you're in, dude. It doesn't matter. What you got fired for? What they 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 always get another job. It's a hard fucking job, dude. It's a grueling. It's grueling work. And I also think it's it's almost like being a head coach in sports, where it's just like you know you're going to get eventually you're going to get fucking fired. It's just getting fired is part of the job. And restaurants go out of business and managers and shit, dude. Maybe that's a guest. That'd we be could fun. Get. We could get. We could. We could talk, tell our stories and then. Uh, I'd love to talk to a chef. I would love to talk to a chef. Yeah, uh, why? Do you do all the yelling? <laughs> do you watch Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay ever? No, you know what? I, oh, my God. I watched when he was he's doing the bar rescue show, <laughs> and he did this, this guy's restaurant in fucking New Jersey. And you know those really big, angry guys, but they also cry? Yeah. Super emotional Italian dude. It's <laughs> one of my favorite people in the world. <laughs> so this, dude, this fucking restaurant... It's 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 a mess. All I know is Gordon took something out of the fridge and he fucking <laughs> smelt it, and he legit almost puked. Yeah, he was going. Ugh! Ugh! He like ran over to like I thought he was you know at first I was like okay he's just trying to exaggerate and then he was like over there and then like one of the boom guys who was like nine feet away starts going. <laughs> now I don't know if he was doing that because Gordon was gagging. Some people start to puke because somebody's almost going to puke right. So. Um, what's his face? Uh, they go to talk to the guy and it's the restaurant his dad started. And now this, this big, angry, fat, emotional Italian dude is now running it. So he's standing there and Gordon's got them all lined up. And he's like, he's like, you know, hey, who, I'm going to do a bad accent. Yeah. Who owns the restaurant here? And the guy raises his hand. He goes, do you know, I went in there and I saw there was a piece of beef in there that had to have been at least eight months old upon this whole fucking thing. And then the guy goes, guy looks at him and he goes, he's face gets all twisted up he goes do you know what it's like to fail your father every day every day of your life that's what he said and then gordon goes what he goes he goes i'm asking you a question he starts crying he goes do you know what it's like to fail your father every day of your life and gordon goes my father died 20 years ago he goes i'm sorry to hear that but i'm asking you a question and he fucking starts crying and what i loved was gordon didn't give a shit no dude. he just stood there and stared at him dude until the tears were over dude this guy fucking cried like nine <laughs> times that episode like he sat there at one point like his his daughter sent him some e- uh, a text message saying that he was she like wants him to get better at running the restaurant because she's sick of him yelling at home and him always fighting with his mom and he reads the text message he just starts crying and then he slides it across the desk and he just goes that's from a 19 year old girl <laughs> he just starts crying dude he doesn't break and they thank him by the end of it almost every episode at the end they're like you saved my life you saved my restaurant like it works what he does but the greatest i don't one think I these saw, people had a shot because it, dude, one of the things they did was they got him a billboard on the side of the road and he saw it and he flipped out he's like we're back <laughs> and it's just like like all they needed was a billboard it's like well, why didn't you just do that it's, it's like word of mouth that the food's the, <laughs> is good the greatest episode i ever saw so on amazon prime you can stream them unbleeped 
So you get all oh the curses. Oh, my God. So, dude, so they got one on Amazon Prime. He, he fixes up this restaurant in South Jersey. And it's it's it it's doing great. They do opening night again, and they're fucking just killing it, dude. And Gordon's even helping cook a little bit because they're just so fucking slammed with people. And something he cooks gets sent out to this old lady. Okay. And the lady, the waitress comes back, and she's like, we got a problem out there. That she doesn't like it, and she's complaining. So he goes out to the old lady, and he's like, is there a problem? And uh, she's like... The food was terrible. It was chewy. It was, you know, going on and on and on. He goes, you're talking out of your rear right now, right? And she goes, you'll watch your mouth, young man. I don't care who you think you are. And right, she's doing it at the host station. And right then, a pack of like three or four 22-year-old women walk in. And he looks at them and he goes, how you doing tonight? Let's get you a table. Sorry for the old bag. He said that? <laughs> he says that in front of the lady, right? Then... <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. But then the best part is another another lady complains. What are you doing? Getting ready. Oh, all right. Another lady complains. Yeah, tell him what I just did. He, just t- he stands up. He takes his shorts off. I'm like, oh, hey, hey me too, you know. The uh, Another lady complains. Oh, I'm going to go out drinking with you. How good do I have to look? I have <laughs> my clothes right over here. Another lady complains later in the episode. Later. And she's outside making a fuss. And dude, a, as she's leaving, another couple's leaving, and it, and the the wife is drunk, and the wife starts going to bat for the restaurant and yelling at the lady complaining, right? And the lady's going, "It was terrible, it was terrible." And this Italian Jersey chick is just going, "Then why did you keep eating it, you fucking cunt, you fucking cunt!" <laughs> Screaming it at her, she's shit faced, and she's like. She, By the way, I'm ready. She, yeah, she goes, She goes. you know why you kept eating it? To get another bottle of free wine, you fucking drunk, lush cunt. What? <laughs> Dude, it was... What? It is one of the funniest. It's so Jersey. I loved it. You I know, loved every fucking minute of it, dude. I was screaming on my fucking couch. I, you, you know something? I always thought Jersey girls were hot. I always loved that oh, accent, love and I loved the fucking Long Island chicks. I didn't even like the Staten Island. I remember the Staten Island. We were watching this... One time, uh, I was watching with Nia, and this this fucking guy, this woman was in a dance club, right? And she's dancing with this fucking guy, a big Italian dude. She's dancing with him, and as she's dancing with him, he's also grinding up against her friend <laughs> at the same time. And she just looks at him. She's like, <clears throat> she goes, are you grinding on my best friend while you're dancing with me? And he goes, why? Well, we're not dating, is what he said. <laughs> I swear to God. So she walks out of the club and she said the fuck she goes with that accent. She goes, that was your typical Staten Island jerk off. (laughs) (laughs) I walked out and then for like, you know, it's one of those couples jokes. So for like a month, me and Nia would be like, one of us would say that was your typical. And we both Staten Island jerk off. Oof. I love the Jersey girls, dude. They're because they're all like they're all like Karen and Goodfellas. They're all, it's like I love the attitude. Yeah, who do you think you are, Frankie Valius? You know, or some kind of big shot. <laughs> yeah, they're like it's they're they're fun, man. They they talk shit, dude. They talk shit. I uh I love that about uh, growing up out around Philly. Like I loved it. Like the girls. Out I there love with, like, Philly chicks. Fight and shit. All like, of them. I, I thought it was awesome. Dude. I always, and I never thought that you know their hair was too big. Uh, I, I never thought them. that they dressed too slutty. I love I love the whole thing. Yeah, I love it. It was like they didn't know hair metal ended. <laughs> 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 they were keeping it going. They they made me feel young, Joe. Oh, they made they me make feel me young. feel so young. You make me feel like spring has sprung. And every time I see you grin, I'm going out with Joe. <laughs> to- He's an individual. <laughs> uh, Bill, I'm, I'm going to eat- start with some linguine. Ah, uh, yeah. You're going to get a sandwich, maybe a panini. I'm going to eat the biggest fucking veal parmesan you've ever seen. I don't fuck with veal, man. I don't fuck with veal and lobsters. It's just like, you just can't fucking kill them. Huh? You just can't, why can't they just like... Right, now I'm the bad guy because huh? I want to eat something that was hung upside down for six weeks. It wasn't hung upside down. It was stuck in a cage and just sat there like, hey, would it be all right if I stretch my legs? <laughs> Jesus. I'm not laughing at the... I'm not laughing oh, at Joe, the veal. I think you are. You're going to get me too by some veal. 
All right, Joe, I think we almost, we almost did our hour. We got another fucking 44 seconds left. Joe, how does it feel to knock your best friend off the fucking wagon after a glorious 37 days of the police not being called about domestic violence or anything? You know what I mean? Uh, Bill. Joe, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pre-apologize. For what? I'm going to apologize for everything that I'm going to call you tonight. I don't give a fuck. You think oh, I'm not yeah. going to be calling you stuff? Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a two-way street. Will you be backing up or walking towards me? <laughs> Bill, I'll walk, I'll walk toward a little fucking snowflake like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, we're on Patreon. We're on an even more obscure part of the Internet Good. than we were on the radio. Good. We Good. were on like one in the morning. On yeah. satellite radio. And then it was a podcast that you had to go to one website to find. That's right. Now it's on a website that you have to pay to get get to two episodes per month. Joe, we're we're, uh, we're recluses. I hope you guys enjoy it though. We're going to do two of these a month. Two so, of these uh, a month. Thanks for all the we're, requests, by the way. To we're going to have guests. Yeah, this is what it's going to be. It's going to be a couple of idiots singing some songs. Well, one guy wraps it up, the other guy stares at his phone. No, it buzzed, and I thought it was a thing. You are so fucking cunty. <laughs> no, but thank you to everybody that sent us all the requests over the years to bring this back. Yeah, and you have no one to blame but yourselves if you didn't like this one, <laughs> because this, there's just going to be more of the same. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Joe, oh, I got to sing you. It's happy birthday, right? Can I? Well, it's yours do, too. Do, do you still have what I sang to you on your phone? Why don't you play that for the people? Play that for the people on the way out if you still have it. You know what? I'd play you the one that you sang to me for Christmas time from 2014. (laughs) No, you'd get in trouble. You'd get in trouble because nothing's funny anymore. Here it is. Nothing's funny. Okay. Wait, we're going to end. We're going to end with me singing happy birthday to Joe. This is what you're paying for. Come on. See you next time. Happy birthday, you con. Happy birthday, you kind. Go suck some dick, you fucking. Happy birthday, you cunt. Joe DeRosa. <laughs> Joey, I'll see you tonight. I'll tell you right now, there's not a lot of broads out there looking as good as you at 41. <laughs> All right, we'll see you.